Tonight, James McAvoy wants another of Patrick Stewart's roles, Star Wars movies get moved, and some news tidbits from Comic-Con, the home game, all that and more on the sci-fi edition of Multiverse Tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sci-Fi Edition of Multiverse Tonight, uh, episode number 86. I'm your host, Thomas Townley. And uh, if you tried to join us earlier, um, originally I had a different opening for this show. I'd, I'd rec- This is the second time I've recorded this episode. Talk about save your podcast story. Um, it turns out that the input that I thought was was correct was wrong, and the input I... I had muted, was right, and so they basically had twisted around, so basically I was, you know, my output was muted, my input was fine, so now it's all good, that's fine and everything. So, uh, let's go on with the Star Trek news. James McAvoy wants to take over for Patrick Stewart again, this time not as Professor X, but as Jean-Luc Picard. Talking with Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show, the Scottish star said, quote, Jimmy, that is the only world that exists in which I play young Jean-Luc Picard. Any other world is just an alternate reality in a bad episode of Star Trek. It's happening. If they don't hire me, I'm going to make it on my phone. I'm calling that right now. I'm doing the virtual lockdown equivalent of rubbing my scent all over Patrick's face and saying, This territory is mine. All the other bald actors can bleep off. It's me, unquote. Well, uh, let's just think about that. You know, he was a good Professor X. Uh, now, I don't know if I can see him as Picard. Maybe. You know, maybe, maybe, he could, maybe he could, he could do a guest spot as on an episode of Picard. Or, hear me out. You know, how they rebooted the Star Trek movies. Um, there has been talks about, you know, redoing the next generation. In a movie format, so maybe they could do Star Trek: The Next Generation, uh, you know, alternate universe where uh, James McAvoy is is Picard. Just saying. Anyway, anyway, they'll make a good choice. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to Lower Decks uh, next month on CBS All Access. Well, the official abbreviation has been given. CBS Consumer Products Exec John Van Siders. Announced on Twitter, quote, per the combined powers of myself, Mike McMahon, and the glory of Kirk and Spock, it is LDS, unquote. You know, I, I like LDS. LDS is good. You know, by the way, the official merchandise is now available at shop.startrek.com. They uh, have a logo shirt and mug available as well. The Lower Decks will premiere on CBS All Access on August 6th. And it will also be on CTV, Sci-Fi Channel, and Crave in Canada on August 6th as well. Now, those of you outside the U.S. and Canada, 
no word yet on uh, where the shows will be uh, showing up. So, uh, you know, look, you know, wait here and uh, we'll find out. Now, speaking of lure decks, Deadline.com has learned that comedian Paul Shear has, uh, will be on the show as Lieutenant Commander Andy Billups, the chief engineer of the Cerritos, making him the boss of Ensign Rutherford, played by Eugene Cordero. And uh, this just news just broke today. Season 3 of Star Trek Discovery will start on October 15th, just one week after the conclusion of Lower Decks first season. So, in other words, you'll have Star Trek from the beginning of August to the end of the year. And after that is anyone's guess. The panel at Comic-Con at home for uh, Star Trek showed off uh, a logo for Star Trek Prodigy, the new Nickelodeon Star Trek series. The show follows a group of lawless teens who find a derelict Starfleet ship and use it for adventure, salvation, and and the search for meaning. Now, the show is being developed by Emmy Award winners Kevin and Dan Hageman, and uh, it'll be a computer-generated animated show versus the kind of animation they're doing on Lower Decks and will debut on Nickelodeon in 2021. Star Trek Prodigy, was Star Trek CompuServe or Star Trek America Online taken? Yeah. Just saying. Star Trek Picard Season 1 will arrive on Blu-ray and DVD and have a limited edition steelbook release on October 6th. The show will have... The uh, DVD will have behind-the-scenes featurettes, a commentary for Episode 1... A look at the aliens, the crew, the prop, you know, the general kind of stuff that you get on those. And uh, also the lead scenes and the gag reel. And have the short trek for Children of, uh, Children of Mars. So, there's uh, you, you know, your first gift buy for the holiday season. The fifth Star Trek, The, Cru- the Cruise, has been delayed due to, of course, well, well the coronavirus. The new date for the cruise will be February 26th to March 5th, 2022, and will take place aboard the Royal Caribbean's Mariner of the Seas, and will feature dozens of Trek quests. For more information, go to Star Trek The Cruise, all one word, dot com. A little bit of sad news here. Doctor Who and Star Trek actor Maurice Rovez has passed away at the age of 83. The Scottish age actor's agents followed the uh, posted the following statement on Twitter, quote, It was with great sadness that we confirmed the passing of our wonderful client, Maurice Rovez. Maurice had a hugely successful career in both theatre and screen, which spanned several decades, starting in his home country of Scotland and moving to, the, to London and the United States. He was loved by his legions of fans for many of his performances, including Vince Diver in Tutti Frutti, Tots in Doctor Who, a Romulan captain in Star Trek, and Colonel Edmund Munro in The Last of the Mohicans. Maurice loved nothing more than being on set with his fellow actors and worked right up until the end, recently being seen in the BBC series The Nest at the start of this year. As well as being a truly dedicated and gifted actor, he was also a real gentleman and a delight to have as a client. We will miss him greatly, and our thoughts and love go out to Vanessa and his family. Unquote. Now, he also had a role in 1995's Judge Dredd. He's appeared on Cheers, Baywatch, Days of Our Lives, and many other shows. We send our condolences to the United Kingdom. Now let's go to Star Wars news. 
And uh, we begin Star Wars news with the reopening of Disney's properties, which I'm not sure. I'm sure not everyone is clamoring to go and visit Star Wars Galaxy's Edge with the pandemic on. Well, good news. There's a book for that. Sci-Fi Wire posted an exclusive look at the book Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Traveler's Guide to Batu. Author Cole Horton told them to quote, told them, quote, we always had in mind that this could be for people who hadn't yet been to the land, and it could also be for people who have been to Galaxy's Edge. I never anticipated writing it in the context of a pandemic, and now something like this could provide people a way of going to this place, even with all of us staying home for a while. I think now, knowing where we've come, I'm even more excited that this is going to be out there in the world, and hopefully it provides people a way of experiencing Batu while we're all sheltering in place. Unquote. The book was influenced by the Rick Steves travel guide of the 20th century and is told from the point of view of Alec Throno and his droid companion. The book is now on sale. You can look for the preview on Sci-Fi Wire, the link in the show notes. Giancarlo Esposito will be back for Season 2 of The Mandalorian, due out in October, and he's promised that he it was going to be great, saying about conversations he's had with showrunner Jon Favreau, quote, I've had a chance to have some conversations with him, so I haven't seen any of Season 2 yet, but it's going to be power-packed, and I think Jon's mind, he's probably already writing Season 3, unquote. Now, Disney has delayed the new series of Star Wars films by all by year, uh, the first will be going from December 16th, 2022 to December 22nd, 2023. The next one will go from December 20th, 2024 to December 19th, 2025. And the last one will be going from December 18th, 2026 to December 17th, 2027. And uh, just a little bit of news to throw out the, uh, while we're going out Star Wars news, Taika Watiti has confirmed that he's in the process of writing a new film. He spoke of this with the BBC, just saying, we're writing. So, there's that. Now, let's go on to geek news. Well, streaming services have been uh, doing well this year with the pandemic and all. No more so than Netflix, which in its second quarter investor letter reported that the company netted 10.1 million new subscribers, netting 6.15 billion in revenue, netting a payout of $1.59 a share. However, they think that the second half of 2020 won't be as lucrative, saying that they expect less growth for the second half compared to the prior year. As we, as they, quote, navigate these turbulent circumstances, we're focused on our numbers by continuing to improve the quality of our service and bring new films and shows to people's screens, unquote. By the way, I hold a fractional share of Netflix, so uh, in all due diligence, just thought I'd put that out there. The big-budget movie Tenant has been completely taken off the schedule by Warner Brothers. Now, uh, the movie was due in theaters next month and has already been twice delayed. Now, a market analyst for Cohen says that he doesn't think movie theaters in general will be open until next year, saying, quote, We had previously assumed that the spread of COVID-19 would be relatively halted, with social distancing requirements significantly lessened by late 2020. We have now extended that timeline out to at least mid-2021. The situation remains very fluid, and we do not rule out the possibility that the impact could last even longer. 
We now expect domestic theaters to be largely closed until mid-2021, and in part because we don't think theaters will be interested in releasing their largest movies into a capacity-constrained footprint, unquote. You know, oh no, I, he's probably right. But that means that there's going to be this glut of movies that's either that that's either going to sit in a vault somewhere until this is all over, or the studios will just have to, you know, release them digitally like some other films. So, give, give, and, give and take. Now, uh, Bill and Ted the movie is coming to theaters and on demand on September 1st. While we're talking about uh, movies that have been delayed, uh, this one was delayed from earlier from uh, earlier in the year. So uh, we'll at least get to see the new Bill and Ted movie. Yeah, that's great. And uh, while and uh, here's in other news, what we do in the shadows season three, we'll spend some time exploring Colin Robinson's origins. Now, during the panel at the SCCC Comic Con at home. Exec producer Paul Sims told fans that there might be a search that Colin goes on in order to have a better understanding of himself. He also hinted that Nandor might be searching for love. So, ladies, watch out for an awkward vampire. The Orville stars Adrian Palicki and Scott Grimes have filed for divorce a second time. They first filed papers in July of last year, but it was withdrawn in November. Now it's apparently on again. Perhaps having to shelter together just didn't work out? We'll never know. But we don't have to worry about the next season of the show, fortunately, that was filmed prior to the pandemic and should debut on Hulu this fall. Some sad news. Regis Philbin has passed away at the age of 88 from natural causes. Now, Regis had a long career uh, holding the Guinness World Record for the most hours on United States television. His TV work began in 1962 as the announcer for The Tonight Show. In 1964, he even got his own show, but that didn't last very long. Now, he's shown up on many, er, many shows, oftentimes portraying himself, and he's appeared on shows like Get Smart, Ronan Martin's Laugh-In, Chips, Fantasy Island, Kung Fu Legend Continues, Seinfeld, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Spin City, The Simpsons, Hercules, and Family Guy. But he's most famous for being the host of several game shows. Several game shows like Password Plus, The New Hollywood Squares, and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, among others. Now, he's also known, of course, for sitting next to uh, opinionated women like Kathy Lee Gifford, Kelly Ripa, or his wife Joy on the Live With show for starting in 1988. He's also co-hosted the Miss America pageant, appeared at WrestleMania 7, and done much, much more. He is survived by his wife and kids. We also mourn Mythbuster star and White Rabbit Project host Grant M. Hara who passed away suddenly of a brain aneurysm at the age of 49. Now, Grant was a brilliant electrical engineer and roboticist by training when he joined Mythbusters in the third season and was with the show until 2014 when he, Carrie Byron, and Tori Belici left. They would re later reunite for Netflix's short-lived The White Rad Rabbit Project. He was born in Los Angeles on October 23rd of 1970 and studied electrical engineering at the University of Southern California. 
After graduating, he got a job at Lucasfilm's THX Labs, and during his time there, he became chief model maker, specializing in animatronics, working on the Star Wars prequels, the Matrix sequels, Galaxy Quest, The Lost World Jurassic Park, and many other films. In 2000, he competed on BattleBots and was the first season's middleweight runner-up. He then joined Mythbusters, but later, as in, in, being a fan of Star Trek, he got to play Hakuru Sulu in the fan-made web series Star Trek Continues. Grant was survived by his family. He was engaged once, but never married. He will be missed. And that brings us to the end of the sci-fi news. Now, be sure to check us out on social media. We're at Twitter, at Multiverse Tom, and we're also on Patreon, on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you'd like to contribute, uh, please go to mtpodcast.com to go to the uh, coffee, Patreon, or glow.fm links, as well as go over to Multiverse Tonight and hit the support link at the top of the page. Be sure, also, while you're there, to visit and uh, check out the affiliate marketplace links, the link to the Tee Public store, now with masks, uh, show notes, and so much more. And if uh, you're a subscriber... Be sure to share us with your friends, you know? Reach out, reach out, and touch someone. And if you're brand new to the show, welcome! Be sure to subscribe, leave us with some feedback if you want, and let me know how we're doing. A special thanks to Shane Ivers for our intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. Thanks for watching the Sci-Fi Edition of Multiverse Tonight. We'll be back in just a couple of days with the comic book edition, and two weeks with a new sci-fi edition. Now please exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Big Genre Productions, copyright 2020, all rights reserved. <laughs>